Hey, Ross, how are you? Mike, how you doing? How was your holiday? Mine was good. How was yours? It was pretty good. You know, it was my son's first Thanksgiving, so that was always, that's always something. Pretty cool. You got to make sure you got a lot of pictures of that, I hope. Nah, no doubt. Definitely did. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you about Taekwon a little bit. And it, going back to the Washington game, where I know he was playing with the foot, but it seemed like there were times at the top of his route when he was trying to make a break, that it, he was taking an extra step or two. Yeah. And then it looked the same way on Sunday against the Giants. Is that something he's coached? Is that to each his own? Like, however you do it, you do it, just as long as you get open? Nah, so well, against Washington, he was a pregame workout. He was playing. He wasn't 100% there. So that was actually the foot that he had to cut off of when he ran the route against Forbes on the outbreaking route. So that was a little messed up there. And then on Sunday against the Giants, the route could have been better. I mean, we, we know that. I know that he knows that the route could have been better right there. So it's just something we got to continue to work and continue to emphasize because he is a good route runner, but we just got to be more consistent. How difficult is it to get him to be consistent considering obviously there's been a lot of time missed or as you mentioned, you know, playing with the bad foot and, and that sort of limits what he can do and how he can be. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just with reps and time and practice. And that's the, that's the only way we can get out of this thing. And that's the way we would get better. We just got to continue to practice and continue to work at it and continue to emphasize it. And if I got you one more here, um, you, you were on the other side of the ball at one point. What are, what are your impressions of Gerard Mayo, the coach, and how he relates to to his players? No, I, I love Gerard. I mean, I worked with him in 2021 and respected He had a great career as a Patriot. I respected what he did. I mean, Super Bowl champion. Just, I mean, he's, he's really a unicorn. I mean, you talk about a guy who was a first-round draft pick. He worked in, after he was done, he retired and worked in. Like a Fortune 500 company, I mean, as a high-level executive position, now he's a football coach. So, I mean, you're talking about a dude who's just off the charts, like, talented. So, just being around him, seeing how he relates to people, seeing how he's able to communicate, I mean, I love I love Gerard. I think he's a heck of a dude and a heck of a football coach. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Mike Reese, followed by Mark. What's up, Ross? Mike, what's up, my man? How you doing? Hey, doing great. I always appreciate your insight. Thanks for thanks for doing this um, and um, taking taking the questions. Sort of a, um, curious about a play from the last game. Um, okay. When Pop is lined up in the backfield, yeah, are there pass protection responsibilities for him on that situation? Like, what insight could you share on that? I'm talking about the, the actually the interception um yeah. when he came out of the backfield the insight on pass protection for pop definitely not absolutely not no no pass protection responsibilities right there but you know the giants we tried we tried to get them on something we saw someone feeling that we thought would be advantageous for us and they kind of checkmated us on that play so sometimes you got to chalk it up that wink wink had a better uh, plan than we did on that particular play and they got a big play out of it and unfortunately we just got to move on and continue to play the next play And Mark Daniels followed by Bob. Hey, Ross. Glad you had a great Thanksgiving, man. Um, no, no doubt. Appreciate that. Was yours uh, good? Yeah, it was great. I have, I have two kids, though. Six and four. It's so a little little older, but it gets, you know, gets more fun the older they get, you know? No, nah, no doubt. That's dope. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about Malik Cunningham. You know, okay. uh, you know how's, it, how's it gone for him this season? And, you know, we're in, what, week 13 now. How's, how's he doing with, with the new position? And, you know, what have, what have you noticed from him just in terms of development? Malik is good. I mean, he's all he, Malik's great to work with. I mean, he comes to practice every day. I mean, practice is hard. He comes in the building with a smile. He's eager to eager to learn. So, been a pleasure to work with. He's definitely getting better. He's an improving young player. So, he's just got to continue on the same trajectory. Good things will happen for him. 
How how difficult is this to do? I mean, you know, you played quarterback really all, honestly all his life, and you know the intricacies of route running, route depth, route spacing, catching, timing, all yeah. that. You know, how, how difficult of a challenge is this? It, it, it it's a big challenge because I mean, you're talking about a kid even since playing pee wee football, he never got in a wide receiver stance. So you're talking about taking someone from A to Z through the position. So it's been it's been a process. It's been fun and. You know, he's gotten better. He, the, the thing when you judge on rookie players or any young player, like, are they getting better? And I think ever since he stepped in as an undrafted free agent out of Louisville, like, he has gotten better every day since he's been here. So I'm excited to continue to work with him. Awesome, Russ. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Two final questions. Bob Sosi and Taylor. All right. Thanks, Stace. Hey, Ross. Uh, thanks for your time. Yes, sir. And, and, and belated happy Thanksgiving. Glad it went well for you and your family. And I guess Saturday went pretty well, too, for uh, your alma mater. Nah, hey, hey, big time, big time on that one. You know, I had to put on the Michigan stuff and you know, rock around, you know, talk smack to Zeke and Sean Wade and any other coach who thought Ohio State could beat Michigan. So, no, nah, that was a pretty good day. A good day for you, Ueno Uche. We can tell, you got a few Buckeyes in there, right? No doubt. Got a couple Buckeyes, you know. Hopefully they wear Michigan gear come tomorrow. We'll see. I just want to ask for your general evaluation of, of the blocking of your receivers. I mean, for a long time, that was something, you know, Patriots receivers hung their hat on, you know, you know going back to Edelman, Amendola, Jacoby, uh, and down the line. Overall, generally, what are your thoughts are the way you guys are blocking from that position, both the willingness and the execution of it? I think there's times we've been really good and there's obviously times we haven't been as good. You know, everything is just about being consistent. And the number one rule we have in our room is there's a big sign. It says, get off, get vertical, get open, catch the ball. And at the very end of the sign, it says, no block, no rock. So we take pride in blocking in the run game. And we always talk about it, me and Tori, we always say, like, you've got to have the mentality that our guy doesn't make the tackle. And so when our guy does make the tackle, like, that's something big. Like, that's, that's a mentality. That's a mantra in our room. So... Our guy does not make the tackle in the run game. There's been a couple of times where guys have made the tackle, and we take that to heart, and we drill it. I mean, we emphasize it. I mean, that's the number one thing that we got to do because how you play without the ball determines how much you care about your teammates. So something we want to continue to emphasize. I mean, how about the throws down the line on, on screen plays or throws of that nature? Uh, yes. A lot of those the other day, for example, and you got some, some good yardage out of some. Yeah, that's a good question. And that goes to blocking for the wide receiver position, too, because a lot of times, a couple of times, DP had to get a block to get pop started or, you know, Mike Jacecki had to get a block to get DP started. So there's blocking involved in that, too. So but that's really selfless plays by those guys being able to get your teammates started. But, yeah, I mean, we saw we saw some things on film, you know, throughout the game week that we thought those would be good opportunities for us and just being able to get it out of our hands quick and getting the guys who could do something with the ball when they catch it. So, they were, they, were good. they were positive for us, and towards the end of the game, they started keying in on them a little bit more. But overall, they were positive for us. Ross, thank you. Thank you. And last question, Taylor. Hey, Coach, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I know that Taekwon Thornton has missed a lot of time. You know, he's kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. But in terms of his route running and, you know, the precision element, I was wondering if it's to the standard that you're coaching it. And if not, you know, what do you help? How do you help a player come along when he's missed so much time in an offense where, you know, precision really is everything? Yeah, precision. No, I mean, everything you said is exactly right. I mean, Taekwon, second round draft pick for a reason. He's very talented. He could run routes. He proved that in college. He's proved that at times in his one-and-a-half-year NFL career, but we just got to be more consistent with anything, and that's just not him. That's everybody in the room. We got to be more consistent, and 
Taekwon, he's a guy, he's eager to learn, he's willing to work, so I know it'll continue to get better. Thank you so much. Thank you.